Welcome back to Talking Business. In this episode, me and Scotty are talking to Mills. For those that don't know Mills, he is the co-founder of Us2, an amazing company he's built over the last 15 years with his best mate Sinks to hundreds of employees and studios all over the world. Over the last few years, Mills has also built and invested in many different companies. And also last year, he launched his podcast, JFDI. Soon as Mills sits down, he starts talking about his podcast and what he's learned about himself by doing it every morning. So let's get straight into it. And I hope you enjoy. Originally, you were talking about how video wasn't for you. Yeah. But that seemed to be because you didn't feel like you were being your true self in video. Is it a concern that you come across as your true, uh, true self or just that you're being your true self? Sadly, I think what the reality probably is, and, and, and this, why well, I say probably is because I can't really work out what I am anymore as a human being. I think this is a bit of a journey that's a deep journey that I've gone on about whether my thoughts are actually my thoughts or whether there's some thought that's come from something I've heard earlier in the, in the day, the month, the year, whatever, this input that comes from my mind. I'm, I wonder if some of it is like, I just don't like the way I look, maybe. You okay. Know, you know, it's just like, oh God, that doesn't look cool. Or there's almost like, maybe if I do a video, people can see the fraud in this. Or, or, maybe, or maybe it's, you know, I'm thinking about all the things I think it probably is because I think about this quite a lot. Maybe it's the fact that I actually have to set up a video and then I have to edit it. And then I have to, or maybe not, I don't want to edit anything. Even though that, because I just, although I think it's probably a better experience if you edit it, I want it to be real. Um, you don't want to have a second, or you don't want to see it again before it goes out. Yeah, exactly. And I think right now, what you know, what I gen, what I've really enjoy about when I press play on the, and I'm kind of doing it now, is that I kind of go into my. I'm not really thinking what I'm saying. It's just coming out, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to actually actively let the waterfall of of gushingness come out, and uh, then you just click upload, and it's on. and then it's gone. Yeah, exactly. And I and I actually I actually can often. T- it, I don't know if it's a skill. I don't even know if it's real, but I, you know, you can think anything. But I, f- I can, I can feel myself just like shit. I'm actually observing me speaking slightly, sort of from an exterior point of view, even though it's me that's speaking. And that's kind of nice. I'm kind of letting stuff go. Mm. And that's what that's what I think happens if you listen to a plot into the plugs is that I will often then go off on a completely different tangent because something's gone into my head that I've tangented mm. off there. But back to the video. I funny. I saw a video the other day. Um, there's something you know like I, I definitely watch things like Joe I mean who doesn't watch a Joe mm. Rogan and you know there's no chance I don't feel like wow this is almost like as close as I'll ever get to get Joe Rogan I love this this it's connection crazy. between us three and here the real mics I've seen the way Joe Rogan taps these mics sometimes and I'm always going to do it <laughs> but I, de- I haven't asked if I can do that with your sense like, yeah. <laughs> go, go for it but I like that I love I definitely like this idea that I, I want to create um, I like the idea of feeling like you're in a space so there's something nice about you know you've got this is your space mm. so it becomes part of the brand mm. uh, and I've got my dungeon uh where was it going there is a point to this um about the they... video about um Being... feel, yeah just... oh that was it i saw it sorry that i saw it the other day i uh, funny enough there's little things that i see that help so i'm, I'm watching it for some random reason i started watching a video only one of this guy called durian rider he's like a vegan activist i think always a cyclist that happens to be a vegan anyway he's basically taking down this guy called tim sheaf who was a vegan is now not a vegan 
and sometimes I let myself just get caught up in the sort of complete inanity of, of life. Obviously, that's not, it's a thing, but it's actually like, it's only a thing because they talk about it and then I allow myself to think that the entire world is focused on that, but they're not. Uh, anyway, this guy, he's got a setup, it's just him talking, leaning into the camera with a big mic, an actual mic, and I've always loved mics. Actually, mm. something about that, you've got the power stick, you're a boy band, I always mm. wanted to be in a boy band. And um, I never made the effort though, so hence I never got there. And I have no hair, so that would have been a bad look anyway. But um, <laughs> the fact that he was holding that mic like that, I thought, whoa, I'm inspired by that shit. He's he's proving to me that you can be lo-fi, and, it look, and, it, and it's not that it looks good, it looked relaxed. I was like, mm. so I went to look to buy a mic, I actually looked in your email and it didn't have where to buy the, the exact mic I need, need. So, although saying that, it's not far off. Yeah. So where I was going with that is like, I just need to feel, I want to feel comfortable. Relax. Right now, I've, I'm in a real comfortable space. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very simple for me just to do a plug. Like I was going to do a plug five minutes before I came here. You know, there's no there's no blockers for me. So it's a podcast vlog. That's what you've got. That's, I, yeah, that's, I don't know. There, that's where plug comes from. You that's where plug comes from. Yeah. You, yeah. you always invent words. Um, on, Scotty. I want to. I want to give a firm kickoff point, even though yeah, we'll probably, we'll probably use yeah, We'll probably still use that, but I thought yeah, it'd be good to have a good intro point. So mm-hmm. uh, I thought it'd be good to start with the relationship between you two, mm-hmm. because there seems to be a bit of a string between the guests in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess let, let's go. How did this episode come about, or how how did this being in this room happen? Whoa. Can I? Off. Can I? You, go? Yeah, of course. Shall I say how we met? Yeah, go go with how you met. Let's go back to the nice Genesis. Actually, yeah. So it was 2012, I think. I, th- I think yeah. So what's that? Six, seven years ago. Um, yeah, I was new to London. I'd kind of we, I'd started started this business, dropped out of uni, very new to it, and no one I'd met to this point, I'd felt like safe around, or I'd felt like they get me, honestly no investor we'd been through this accelerator so we'd met mentors in inverted commas and then i met this guy called rich waldron who i'd love to come on here at some point and then waldron was like i remember him talking about you mills and the way he talked about you he couldn't even describe you he was like mate i've met this guy i can't describe him he's just got us in the office we're in his office and i don't know what's going on but i don't know how it's happened but this guy's you need to meet him and I'd never had somebody talk to me about someone in that way. So I was like, fuck. So the next day, I was down in London for a couple of days, came in and Mills was sitting opposite. Waldron was like, oh, this is Mills. Mills had a bandana on his head. <laughs> and it was the day that Rando, an app that Mills and us two had, had built, was going silly viral across the world, like millions and millions of, of downloads and hits. And it was on these screens in the office. So I was sitting opposite Mills Mills was just like, all right, mate, all right, mate. And then I just was, I felt like I was accidentally in this meeting room, in the, in this room where just I was seeing it all play out. I was like, what the fuck is going on in here? Like the app was going viral. Mills was all over the office, all over the studio, shouting and screaming and getting excited. And I was honestly like blown away. And do you know how I felt, Mills? I felt like I was in a music studio, not a business office, not in the typical business setting where an app in my head got built, I was in a creative music studio and you were just sitting there with your bandana on your head. And I just knew, mate, from that moment, I knew, I didn't know whether we'd be mate, I didn't know what, but I was like, I need this guy in my life, <laughs> genuinely. Um, and I became obsessed with you. Like I met, 
And I remember I went away and I couldn't stop thinking. It sounds really weird to say this. It genuinely does. But I, I came away. I, was like, I, I became obsessed. On YouTube, I found videos of you in sinks. And you talking about how you're not good on video, mate. Those videos, I'll never forget seeing them. Because you in sinks on video. You know the one I'm talking about with Whale Trail. Mm. Where you're saying, we spent 500 grand on Whale Trail. And sinks is fuming. He's like, fuck's sake, Mills. We spent half a million on this app and it hasn't worked. The vulnerability <laughs> and honesty in business... The way they were on, on that camera, I was losing my head. I've got shivers now because never in my life have I ha did I associate business with creativity and with honesty, vulnerability and friendship. Never. And passion. And I lost my head. Genuinely. I still am. Well, thank you. Um, and so that then the next time I came down to London, came down and Mills had tweeted me or something and said, whenever you're in London, like you can, you're always welcome here. Again, I was losing my head. So <laughs> next time he came in, I came in. We'd only met once, briefly. Came in, Mills was like, brother, George, <laughs> massive hug. Oh, welcome back. And I was like, I've only met this guy once, but the feeling that you gave towards me was like brothers and friends for, for life. And I'll just never forget those two first interactions with you. And pff, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why I get emotional. I genuinely don't know why. I, ge I could cry now. And I don't know why, because I, the amount you inspired me in that moment and just in those, just the way you were has changed, like my trajectory and my, that, that inspiration has had a huge part to play in like who I am now. I think from an external perspective or more of an external perspective, you are, you are an inspirational figure mm. or like quite a larger than life character, if you don't mind me saying, <laughs> but like... But I, I find from my perspective that comes a lot from being honest and being being like your true self or bringing that to any situation you can. Do you do you think you do, or is it is it um is it an active effort to be that, or is that just being honest? It's definitely not. I mean, if I hear the word active effort, that kind of feels like it's kind of like forced. So it's definitely yep. it's not that. But it's definitely. I mean, funny the reason we're. Uh, we're here so early this morning because I go off to see a therapist at 10 o'clock every Friday, okay. which is my time to, this feels like a therapy session in that respect. And actually mm. what I've learned with therapy is just a chance for me to have that space uh, just to talk about things. And actually we explore a lot about the sort of why actually my drive, why my drive is my drive, why I feel the need to do certain things. Like recently I've just gone through this, this like sort of emergency, like I needed mm. 13 tattoos in like a couple <laughs> of days. And actually when I unpacked that with uh, Deba last week, um, it was about kind of having this real, the only thing I ha actually know I have that I can be genuine about is this, is this need to prove to maybe myself, and I've, I've used this excuse about others, that actually I can be successful by being myself and, and by being, um, by, not, by not following the pattern that I felt like everyone uh, forced was sort of forcing me down. And that goes back, if I if I believe in therapy and I believe in it, a lot is to do with like unpacking your past. I, kn I definitely know, when I talk a lot to her about, there was a, um, a big moment in my life where I'm, I'm where at eight, I'm um, taken out of school because I'm, I'm, I'm found to be extremely dyslexic. And my parents 
you know, fortunately, take me out of school, take me to a completely different part of the world. Well, actually, that's a complete bullshit. It's 14 miles away. Um, and I get put into a new school, which I love, but I, I'm, it's very, my mum told me the other day that she was worried that they'd done the wrong thing because I'm suddenly in a, although they did it for the right reasons, I'm suddenly like the bottom of my class. And what I've worked out that what many people do that are in situations like that is you look for what you're actually good at and you play into those strengths. So actually as a defense, because of that, I was clearly not a good reader or writer or mathematician in that respect, I became like the sort of comic. You know, if I, if I or I became the enabler of other people and I became the kind of like, I could get people to do things because I couldn't do them. and. Mm. I don't, rem you know, it's not like I'm saying this to you now, like that's what I remember doing and that's what I became. But in unpacking why I am like I am, I think that that has played into this. And this, because I, the only thing I really remember when, even when I look back to play, starting us to, is like really wanting to prove that you could, that two, two good people that are just friends, you talked about me and things being friends, like could actually build an empathetic business, like because we passionately cared. And, you know, I, I have all these tattoos because I want to, it's actually a very easy way of me to try to signify that I don't care what people think. Ironically, I've also unpacked that it's why would you bother getting that tattoo if you don't <laughs> care what people think? But it's a kind of double-edged sword that. But, you know, I wear shorts. I just behave. I, I've learned that it's, well, I've looked back. I, I've, I've done okay. You know, I, I hope that I do inspire people. I'm accepting that it's okay to say I've done okay. And I've done it our way. So, um, yeah. So, that's, so I'm just, so actually it is, I, I never, I, I just was, I was lucky that I was confident in myself that I wasn't really aware of what I was doing. I was generally, so was things just being ourselves. We didn't, I mean, there's no chance we really strategized. We never looked back, mm. when we look back at why we started us to, it was not like we want to be where we are today. I never knew I would get into games. I never knew I'd get into investing. I never knew I'd get into, but actually what I do know is that what I actually, the only thing I actually care about, all those things are just sort of surface, is helping, is enabling good people. Me and Sinks are not technically talented in the way that a lot of people who run businesses are. Um, you know, I am essentially unemployable from a skill set point of view, and mm. Sinks is somewhat better than me. Mm. That is a lot better than me than that. <laughs> but but what we we just learned very early on that actually if you enable other good people and you and us to actually becomes more of a platform, to use that sort of overused word, then actually we get a lot of our kicks from seeing other people do really well. Mm. So actually what happened, if I think back to, you know, I don't remember the exact time of us meeting, but I do remember meeting these two young lads. I don't know if both of you came together. And you know, you would have been endorsed by Rich Waldron, who obviously I had done a similar thing with him before where I just met these good people. When I met a good person, if I meet a good person, I don't give a shit who they are, what they are. If they're good people and there's an instant of a connection, it's like, fuck, why I just want that, that, that for me is, it's life. It's not business, it's not friendship, it's not, it's just, it's like, what, it's human beings. Mm. I don't so I'm just, I don't really care about anything else other than I like connecting with somebody. And I'm, you know, and if I meet someone that I don't like, I'm not gonna waste a slight minute with them. You know, I might, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. There's a lot of weird people out there, but, so for me, I would have just, if I think back to that, I would have just been like, well, okay, these are, you know, you were young then, so I can say young without sounding mm. like I'm talking down to you. Now you are people that wanted to achieve something. You didn't, you know, you clearly at the time didn't really know what it was, but you had energy, and I could relate to that. I was like, "Fuck, I've been there. I, I, I've got energy. I love it. I could. I was living off your energy. There's no doubt that I wouldn't have been getting something out of it. You know, it's not like all oh, I'm so good at giving. I'm getting something from your energy. Mm. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting energy now from YouTube from the fact that you 
that you've actually set this up and you're, you've obviously done some research. It's nice. It's good. It's life. I don't know if I've answered your no, question there. I no, actually no, I really wanted to ask that. I wanted to ask, did you know that you'd inspired me in that moment? And yeah. what did you get out of it? I think I get the enabling aspect of it. Yeah, well. shit, that was the question that she asked, wasn't it? So I'm, not really gonna, I'm getting better at listening, but it's very, it is extremely important for me. And I don't know actually why, and I'll, maybe I'll explore that with Deeper in an hour or two's time, <laughs> why it's so important for me to know that I've inspired people. Mm. It really is. I, I, I don't know why. Like that email that I read this morning the, from that guy that he told me that I had you know, made a huge impact on his life and that I've never met him means a lot to me. And often my I mean, the issue my wife has to me is she'll say like why sometimes you know I've neglected the family in many ways or, or close friends that she you know she she sort of feels like but friends are the ones you grew up with. Everyone else is sort of superfluous to that. That's her kind of very that black and white view of it. So, and I always fight back against that. I get a lot of kicks for some reason out of an email from somebody I've never met telling me that I have made a difference through through talking about being real. It's because I think I'm, I really struggle with, um, I struggle with illogic. So for me, like some of the ways people set up business is just like, okay, it's been done that way, but does it mean it has to be continued to do that way? Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to break every rule of business. And actually one of the downfalls of some of the years of us two has been that me and Six tried a bit too hard to be so overtly different Hmm. I'm going off here you're, no. you, you've noticed I've just realised um, so we can come back to that later but yeah inspiration is key for me like I get a kick, my kicks out of it I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, 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 just, I'm just aware I've never sat like this with Mills to ask him these questions so it's got to just jump in oh, but, I, I was going to actually go on, back to uh, I thought I don't know whether we do this at the start or the end but I just want to ask <laughs> <An> introduction. <laughs> who are you <laughs> Yeah. After that, you know what? One of the reasons I, I said, well, I didn't think it until you just said it now, but you know, it's nice you haven't actually said who I am, uh, which is good because I can't stand that thing. You don't. I'm, well, I've, well, you, I said you can ask it. In it I struggle with labelling. I struggle with, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, if I, you know, I, for many years, if for all years, I, I always struggle with this idea of hierarchy. I was a, if anyone ever said introduced me to their parents as oh, this is my boss, I was like instantly correct them. You know, I'm your brother. Um, you know, it's, and that was important to me because I don't, I don't. For me, I think, I know this isn't your answer your question, I will come to who I am. <laughs> uh, but maybe I won't. I'll um, just put it in the bio. I think it's important. I think for me, it's important that. I don't even know what it's important for. It's not important to me who I am. It's important for me that how I make somebody feel when I'm with them. So I'm going to give my energy. If I'm in a room with somebody, I'm going to. I'm going to that's the only time I've got. I'm living life at that time. I didn't realize this, but now I know it. I'm going to give them full energy to that person. They are going, I am so impressionable. That's maybe a downfall. Sinks will always say that's my downfall. He'll always say that. I think what the last meeting I had was. And, and he's right, actually. And mm. actually, I've used that to my advantage now because now I know not to put myself in places of negativity, not to put myself into anything I don't want to get excited by. So put myself into rooms. But, you know, I, if I'm sitting with somebody, I want, to, I want them to leave thinking, fucking hell, I don't know what the fuck happened there, but I've got energy and I'm going to go and do something. And that's probably what I would have done too. And it sounds like without, you know, it, it kind of maybe worked. If I want people to do good in the world, like it's going to mm. benefit me and society in long term if more people are inspirational. How does it feel here and how you've impacted me? Uh, it, feels, it feels, the God, you sound exactly like Deba. She'll say, how does it feel? That's what that's on my therapist, <laughs> by the way. She'll say that. And, and you know, that's something I've learned now. How does it feel? It's good. Well, and it's, I'm learning how to how it feels. It feels really good, mate. And I, I'm, I, I didn't really know how to react to it. What the appropriate word like thanks? I said. I remember if you listened back, I said thanks. Uh, <laughs> it was it's really 
it's the sort of thing I'll tell Lise and try to articulate to Lise. Do you know, Lise, how I make other people feel? And she's like, yeah, Mills, I kind of lived with you for 20 years. I do know that. But it made me feel really good because I hope that I've been a part of a part of helping you, you know, flourish, just like other people have been um, part of my life. So I, I don't want, I don't need to, I don't need, I don't have an ego in the same way that other, I have it, clearly we all have ego, but my ego is built more about, I just want to be a part, I want to be a team. Mm -hmm. That's to is enabled, a set up to be about enabling teams, enabling, you know, the, uh, we talk about unleashing the collective genius is our kind of ultimate mantra. Um, you're such a fascinating character. Like I, you, <laughs> such a joke. It, no, it's, it's you're just so unique, mate. And like, oh, fuck, I was hoping there's more coffee. Should, like, you know, should we get more coffee? Well, no. The reason I say that is only because I'm no, because I'm just excited. And yeah, so yeah. actually, more back to the point. Like, and this is what made me realise is like, too much of myself in the past was not really aware of the fact that it's okay to be really excited by things. Mm. I'm so what I'm actually feeling right now is and it's probably the caffeine here as well. But there's a love in this room. I can feel it. It's palpable. You know, there's an interest from you. You're telling me that you're interested in something. I'm hoping that, you know, that's giving you energy. It's giving me energy. People restrict themselves too much. It's like fucking hell. Just go. With just it, just yeah. go with. Just go now. Now maybe but that's I what I couldn't believe when I met Mills. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for the. I'd never met somebody that didn't have any intent. There was no. There was no intent selfishly for what what you could get out of me. Hmm. It wasn't like why are you in my studio? Who are you? What can I, what can I do for you? It was just like, all right, mate. Well, the, but I mean, the intent would. It wouldn't have been again back to you, it. Wouldn't have been like it, my intent without knowing it was intent would be to make. I would want you to walk away feeling good, hmm. not because. Now it's not malicious. That's the wrong word, but it's you know what I mean. It's not. It was like I get my kicks from knowing that I mm. that I might inspire people. But yeah, hundred percent. So but it was that intention. sounds like a very giving thing. Yeah. But you, what you've just said there is, and you said I don't have much ego, but I think you've you don't in that way. You give, give, give. You didn't. You just wanted my day to be better. You wanted me to take something away. That is the most giving thing. But at the same time, you do have. There is an ego there. Like you do love recognition. You do. You love it. You love. Although when you meet parent, like somebody's parent and they call you the boss, you're like, I'm your brother. I get that bit. But then there's also you, you behind the scenes, it's the things that people say behind your back that like, no, Mills is the founder of us too. Like he, he's amazing. Like you, you also want that recognition because yeah. you want to, knowing you, you want to have an impact. You want to know that your life's mattered and that you've done something in the world. So if you don't get that recognition, like you no, ego, right. something it, screams at you like fuck i'm not doing something right here yeah i mean in fact it's funny i mean this is i think a lot of my a lot of my discussions with the therapist is actually about trying to like unlock that and it's not because you're right there is this contradiction in many ways that i have that i that i don't really understand yet i'm still going through it that i want to be i want to be recognized without a shadow of a doubt, but I don't, but I don't like to actually hear it directly. I want, and it's more to do with actually what I, I feel like there needs to be a juxtap, there needs to be people highlighted and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm using me as the case that says, wait a sec, that doesn't quite make sense why that person, because I feel like most of the people in the past that get highlighted for doing, not for doing good, for being like business, like masters, I've just followed a system that clearly worked. I mean, there's not, I'm not saying they're unsuccessful, but for me, that's, that does that's not my definition of success like so i want people to go wait a sec mills is the f mills mm. is a i want people to say mills is a joke mm. like because some i always you know i always put myself down to people um he's a I, joke but he's successful well yeah so, so it has to be this contradiction wait a sec he's always wearing shorts 
I mean, that means he must be a joke. I mean, people think that. That's the world we actually live in. Let's, there's quite low grade, this world, in some ways. Like, Mills wears shorts. He must be crazy. It's like, not that crazy. I just don't actually have any trousers. And actually, the reason I do it is because I don't feel comfortable in trousers, mm. as in like, oh, well, what do I look like? Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I am frustrated. I also... Um, yeah, uh, it, it, it does. Uh, it, sometimes yeah. it disappoints me because I feel like... I, I, feel, I feel like... Well, look, I think there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that probably people do say. I mean, the fact... I actually never had heard that story that Rich told you mm. about. And so that was probably part of the fact that people actually are telling people about you, that's the bit you... That's nice. And so weirdly, that's the bit you're not going to hear. Yeah. So it's like, okay, knowing <laughs> that it does happen. Like, you know, these... these anonymous people that email me that I've never met before saying that you've had an impact on me means something to me 100%. and so actually that's why when it comes down the blog there's no one listens to it because it's so hard to listen to it actually that's not true I'm denigrating myself there like yeah. the right people who are on the same journey that I'm on which is trying to, uh, to understand yeah. journey the journey uh, yeah. will listen I just think <laughs> you don't give a fuck what people think which is why you go to Downing Street in your shorts at the same time you <laughs> care so much about what people think that's it's exactly untrue it. You have no ego. You're so giving, but at the same time, you have probably the biggest ego out of, en out of anyone I've ever met. In you've a good, just, in, you've in said a good that brilliantly. Way. Yeah, and you're right. That's you. I and mean, I think that 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 ten downstreet one is one I've actually unpacked again with a therapist. God, I should I'd be this should be sponsored should, by our therapist. She, she should be here. <laughs> well, you know what? I've actually the funny thing about that is that I've just I've noticed that I've broken her in a good way, as in like we're like becoming friends because she actually enjoys her time because I spend time asking her about her because actually I'm not. It's for me. It's about it's about. It is about belonging. It's about communication. It's about actually having affinity with someone. That's all I care about actually, because that's all I can get. But the the, the the ten downstreet ones an interesting one because yeah, I go there with shorts. Now, people think I don't give a shit, and that's why I go there. And you're right, I don't give a shit. But I do. If I was to not do, and but it's quite it takes a lot out of me to do it because, you know, it, it might come across as disrespectful. It might come across as wrong. And I don't necessarily like the spotlight. I actually don't. I, it's weird. I love it. I need to have that spotlight, but I don't want it at the same time. It is. I mean, my entire life is a contradiction in terms. And actually, I'm my my tangiated plug allows me to actually you know what there's a there is a space in this world now where i can just be me i don't i'm not constrained by anyone i'm in a very lucky position now that no one can tell me off i mean maybe the police could if i did anything bad mm. but no one it's not like no i have to good. care yeah. and actually then i'm like whoa i've i have the it's okay i i was being like that when i kind of was controlled by my business in many respect i was still being myself but now i can really be myself and that there's a time there's a space for people who aren't can't be particularly good at articulating what they're saying. So I'll never go on panels. I won't go on panels, not because I won't want to be on the panel, actually I wouldn't want to be on panels, because I can't get to what I'm trying to say in the amount of time that you need to get your yeah. point across. Yeah. So actually it's not it's not the right forum for me and hence it wastes their time, so I'm not gonna do that. But if I can have my own blog where I can talk for 30 minutes, there will be salient points in that, but you're gonna to have to unpack a lot of total jibber. Mm. But that's part of the quote. That's what makes it. That's what makes it super successful, in the fact that it isn't successful. Yeah. Like most people say to me, "All right, Mills, this is what you're going to do to make that plug better." Right, you're going to you're going to do the show notes that are going to make sense. You're going to. Well, funny enough, you said the other day, like you could create a title that that makes it easier for somebody to understand what it is I'm going to be talking about. I think you said it on mm -hmm. Instagram. Um, so funny that you've remembered that. Well, it's because it was powerful because it made me think. Fucking hell, it's like. That does make sense, but that goes against what I'm trying to do for mm. my own good. It's like I I need to prove that actually 
I've got this free flow of ideas that happens every day that if someone really wants to dip in, it's going to be hard to get in. You're going to, it's not going to be easy because it's not going to be marketed. People aren't talking about it. Um, Mate, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I just get so excited around you. Uh, you you <laughs> like unleash. I know, Scott, you probably need to bring us back here. But <laughs> I'm enjoying listening. Mate, I don't think you understand when you, you talk the way I feel. It's so me. It's like, it's fucking weird. It's weird. Like talk, talking business, I wanted to call it talking business because I wanted people to think it's a business podcast <laughs> where we come on and talk about stats and figures and then they come in and we're, t- we're talking like this like exa- so much of what you say I- I'm like yeah I- I'm just losing my head I just lose my head sorry Scotty bring us back bring us back well I wanted to because you said <laughs> you got it love. it's funny that talking bit I mean the reason I probably wouldn't <laughs> listen to talking business because my assumption would be exactly. it's people talk now I know you so actually I know that talking business would have been what you said but funny enough to other people they may see that title but that's the perception me and you want to change that's the perception I want to change about business yeah but by calling it talking business you're, it's, 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 you're, you're making it hard for some people who don't think but, like you're, but mate, you, yeah. you're making your titles hard hard to understand yeah because so they have yeah but i want i want yeah but i'm going opposite to you because you're i'm actually being i'm actually saying what my mind is talking about like inertiatic waves i mean Mm. someone emailed me yesterday go and they said mills i you know sometimes when i'm listening to you i have to listen i have to find out what these words mean that you're talking about and then (laughs) and they said i looked up inertiatic wave (laughs) and the only result that came back was your plot so you've actually created what you're actually making stuff up my sister texted me the other day she says i've never heard the word quadrillation and yet you said it four times in one of your plots i don't know which one she looked it up it doesn't exist now so i'm actually being i'm actually calling the things what i'm talking about so if you don't understand quadrillation and you don't understand inertiatic waves, then you need to listen to my podcast. Now, yeah. the fact of the matter is most people are not going to want to listen because they don't know what the fuck it is. I'm saying that yours is the other way around. You're actually not talking about talking business in some ways. You're talking mm. about the opposite. You're talking I, about nuanced I, business. I want to show that business is this. Well, I, it's not always this. No, no. typically it hasn't been, but it's changed. Like it is changing. Like the way that people perceive business, the perception people have, you're right. People won't click on this and they won't expect this because they're expecting, if we're talking about business, we're not talking about our feelings, emotions and being ourselves. That's what I want to change. And I know like it will put certain people off and other people won't listen. But like it, ultimately, like that's the way I want to do it. And that's what I think needs to change. That's that's how you've inspired me, mate. Like business shouldn't be a bad word. And, and the way me and you talk about it. Do you it's, think it's a bad word? I feel well, when you think talking business, what puts you off listening? What do you expect? Well, in all honesty, I've kind of spent so long doing business, I can't really bear the idea of listening to anyone else talking about business. Because, <laughs> but also, I'm look. The thing is, I'm look sounded really bad. Look here, look here. No. You know what? I always find it when I was th- I was watching this Joe Rogan video yesterday, and, and then one of the ladies that he was interviewing kept on saying, look, look, "Joe, Joe," um, and I felt like fucking that's so condescending to say the word mm. to someone's. Na- it's not probably, but I question why would I, uh, George? Let me just. Um, it basically, seems like I'm putting you. I'm sort of <laughs> yeah, putting yeah. you in your place. So, so, so what I'm trying to say, I'm sorry for if I said that. No. That was. It was wasn't meant to come across that. Um, I guess what people are, what I've noticed is success is a really bizarre thing because actually what are the things I listen to? I listen to things where I think that I'm going to get something out that is of it that is going to help me answer probably the question everyone has is how to be successful or how to be myself mm-hmm. or how to solve these problems that I've got in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm my own, by default, your own, this is why this, the world is full of link bait because people 
think that if I talk about this sort of shit, it's going to get more people mm. listening, regardless of the fact that I'm It starts with not, that. It starts, it starts with, with how do that. I get the most Yeah, and most, pe- and most people are doing that. There's no doubt. I, I, well, I'm allowed to say because I'm talking. I think most people are doing that. So actually, if you think that's just weird for me, that's a weird concept. So because that for me is not success for me is being yourself. That's always been that, you know that. So I mm. talk, so but when people say to me, and it's always weird, oh, how many people listen to your podcast? I, I say, why you ask me that? It's not how many people listen, it's how many people I'm affecting. How many people I have, and I don't mean how many people are, are, are superfluously emailing me, go, Mills, you're wonderful. It's like, how many people are me, and, I'm discovering new things because of that plug. Because uh, people are teaching me. I've got two tattoos from Breakthrough Coffee, which is a coffee company I'd never heard of, other than the founder and me got to know each other over the 300. And now I've got tattoos. And that just made sense to me. Uh, I've got my therapist because someone who recommended, that because of the way I'm talking, it's the same as way as they think. So maybe I could get my problem solved by the therapist. So I go to see a therapist because of that person. Mm-hmm. So for me, ther- uh, say sex then. Um, uh, Success, pockets. yeah, different success, being success, success is being yourself. So I'm, gonna, so people are only going li- to, but I shouldn't crave. Let me finish it, otherwise I'm going to forget. No, oh, fuck, it's gone now. No success. I, I used to crave like more numbers. I mm. wanted people to tell me, fuck Mills, I can see you've got X. I, I leave my, you know, you can see how many people listen to my blog. I'm very open about it. Mm. I think I get, you know, it's I can't work it out. Three hundred to six hundred people. Listen, apparently listens a day. I generally believe that is bot farmed. I don't know why, because I, I only count the people that email me. I always say, email me if you're actually genuinely listening to this. Mm. And, you know, some people do. Now, most people have probably got better things to do than talk to the host of a tangated podcast. But the point I'm starting to, I'm trying to say this to myself is because it's you're batting your own demons that says you're not successful. But uh, Anonymous people who don't interact with me isn't something I can quantify as success because what I'm trying to get is a is a sense of connection with people that mm. I'm talking to. I want to know that I've actually affected someone. Mm-hmm. That gives me energy. That email that I got yesterday would give me enough energy to come into here and feel good about myself. Yeah. So actually, that's what I'm craving. So it doesn't matter how many people listen to me. Does that make any sense? Who cares? Makes, that makes not? sense. But uh, the, com- yeah. the conversation has been going in ways that I was intending. You had to all guide these it. questions anyway. Yeah, so the manipulator. Like, Scott brings I, the I questions just, and then leaves us. I just too, planted you know? a seed and it's gone yeah. in the way. At least I'm actually talking on this one, Scotty. In the last episode, you and Damien just had a chat <laughs> yeah, and I just sat yeah, yeah. here. So I'm glad to be involved. Well, I did. <laughs> I did want to because we wanted to talk about uh, being your true self and its effect on business. You two are two people that value that. If if I'm right, that being being your true self as a leader in a business i think most people who are familiar with you with either of you so presumably the people listening to this will understand the positives what are the negatives to being your true self or your full self as a leader in a business i'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this mills because ever since i've met you mm-hmm. i've never your instagram handle is at mills us too it's not yeah. matt miller well, because I don't, have, I didn't, have, I, I think my identity was wrapped up very much in this thing that we created, which was intentionally created to blur the lines between. It was like it's not yeah. a job; it's like it's it's a life. thing. Well, mm. yeah, I mean, looking back now, is, I mean, you could argue. I mean, I don't know what life is anymore, but at the time, it was. Yeah, I want them to be linked. I, I want them. And, and so, for a lot of people, they have their home mills, and then they have their work mills. But you blended it. And to a lot of people, like I preach that that's a good thing. Mm. But you're at the forefront of that in my head. You've inspired me around that. So I want to know, you know, following from Scotty's question, is that a good thing? I think 
what I'm learning more and more is it's a good thing for some people. I mean, for me, it absolutely made sense because it wasn't even a thought mm. process. It was just like natural. I am going to be myself. Sinks is his self. I mean, Sinks is being himself, but he's not. you're not seeing Mills and Sinks. Um, some people... You're saying like you couldn't help it. it I couldn't just, help it. I'm just... Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, my, the dynamic... It, it was just... Everything was luck as well. Like, I'm just able... You know, I've got a best mate that I work with that we're very completely opposite, but our values are identical. Um, you know, he keeps me in check. Sometimes I've got a very supportive wife who or equally she keeps me in check. I've got a very... You know, I've got strong friends who aren't afraid to tell me if they think that what I say is wrong or right. You know, I, you know I, I'm never... I'm not... You know, I think there's all... There, there was... I was always aware of like some things you shouldn't do. Like you know, that's something you are. You know, I always knew that as the company got bigger and bigger and bigger. Ultimately, we are employing people who have jobs. If I was ever to do anything so overtly dramatic that it had an effect on the on the business, then that's not right. So you know, I kept that part of my ego in check. But some, I mean, some people, and, and it's not. I don't think it's right or wrong to blur the lines of work and play. I think. So some people maybe feel like they should build a business where they turn up and when they're there, they are 100% of the time focused on running that business and then they're going to shut off when they look at the door. Probably not because no one can really do that. And then go home and be a family person or a friend person. I mean, you know, I just blurred it. So it's always that. It doesn't mean that I'm really focused on work all the time. It probably meant I was actually doing absolutely nothing most of the time, just pissing mm. about. My job, luckily, that I created for myself was to inspire people. And I didn't know that at the time, but you know, it's not, I think for many years, if not all, even up until now, it's only about now when I'm actually operationally not paid to do anything now, which means I don't feel guilty about not doing anything. I mean, I haven't actually physically done anything hands-on other than talking for 15 years. Yet every day, my biggest fear was someone would ask me to actually do something. <laughs> and I mean, and then I eventually realized, well, maybe I've got away with this. You know, may, as in maybe, you know, people aren't thinking why today is Mills not doing something hands-on when because they've probably seen me never doing it so where am I going is it the question was is it is it always uh, good it's, it's good to do what my the point I try to labor not very well is be whatever it feels like you should do like if you want to build like you shouldn't go I want to build a business in the in the way that Mills built it because mm. I am sinks that dynamic is, uh, no, is irreplaceable no. is, but is, I suppose what I'm asking is from what since, ever since I've known you um, you being yourself has led to people loving to work for you, mm. customers wanting to buy off you, yeah. you inspiring people, you enjoying work because you're, you're just yourself, it's easier. There has to be a other side to it. Like, there has to be a bad side to that to, to you to bring well, your I, full I, self. I think the bad side comes from it that actually in this business, as you know, there are a lot of business things that are just, that are boring, they say, are, are operationally and operational efficiency is 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 and rigor is really important and i think we made it difficult for ourselves in that since probably too much listened to my overbearing personality in making some of the some of our decisions made it harder for us to run an operationally efficient business and that's no and that probably would have had a negative effect on people so there are there is a time and a place like i think the thing is me and things always wanted to on the surface look real i mean and fun and like oh shit they're not taking themselves too seriously but yet they're serious they're not taking themselves they've got this place full of memes even in time i will say before memes was even a thing we were doing that stuff but barclays <laughs> bank but barclays bank were working with us so it's like this 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 contradiction that it, i play out in my own personality was very important to me but you know behind the scenes we wanted operational efficiency like 
you know, cool shit is bullshit is something I said in one of my earlier videos. I still really don't understand what it means because we did a lot of cool shit. But it, uh, we were trying, we wanted to have scale. Um, I don't think we were driven by one, but we were thinking, wait a second, if actually part of my drive is to prove out that you can be yourself and you can be the way you want to be and still be successful and not have to follow the sort of rules that everyone else in our industry set out that I believe were there, then we need scale because actually scale is important. Like, when it, I say it more cool, equals more impact, it equals more impact because actually it's not, it's you, you've got to be able to prove that you can get, that you can have more impact. Now, it doesn't mean physically bigger. But, you know, I'm going to go off on here in a minute, but we were just learning every single day. That's mm. all we were doing. I mean, now I look back, that's all we were doing. And we were not conscious of needing to learn. We were also born into, it's worth noting, we were born into a time, business time where there is none of the distractions that you have now. That has to have, you know, and I'm proud of the fact that we, you know, there was no way of me actually using social platforms to show off about who we were. There was none of that. So actually, it was only it was only realness. It was actually mm -hmm. get the clients into our studio. No one else is seeing this madness but us or this realness. So it was very it was it was very um, honest. The, and the the other question I want to ask is like, when you put yourself out there as much as you do, when yeah. you're fully yourself every day online, at work, it's a really exposing place to be. That is especially when you are the company and the company is you or yeah. work is you and you are the work. So when like us two was having difficult times, difficult years, yeah. like that's got to, like, I just, that's got to be the other side of being yourself at work, surely. Well, I think that the, the, the issue I have with the hard times when we've gone through really, you know, real financial hardship is that I probably don't always know when, something is right or wrong to to talk about so in my the way i've, I've got, got to now is that's why in my blog i'll just say it because often you'll be thinking shit should i say this i better not say it what happens if you say it you face the reality of that of that mm -hmm. and and more often than not nothing happens because no one gives a shit like the amount of times i'll go this tweet is the one i know it's gonna be the one that's gonna go viral this is <laughs> this is big i'm gonna this is so big and put no one even likes it you know, because no one, because no one follows me. But the point I'm trying to make there is that I think sometimes you probably don't need to say that. Like I would love to have talked much more openly about. I mean, we me and Six do talk very openly about the last few years being extremely difficult as we've had to grow up as a business and make major changes, and we lost a lot of money. And it took me to lose a lot of money to understand money, really. Um, but, and I probably would have liked to have been more, well, I was actually in such a sort of dark patch there that I probably, it was good I didn't say anything, but um, like if I think now, I would like to be on stage now talking about the realities of the last few years financially because there's some wonderful graphs I can show because of the fact that we've come out of it. So for me, it's like the, the point I'll be trying to make, and this is a test version of me saying, because I'm kind of saying what I want to be talking about later in the year, is like, look at how much fucking money we lost. Not like to show off, but to say, this thing was tanking. Like because of issues that me and Sinks had, because of our own doubt about our lives, about what we were doing, about the industry changing, about like management decisions we wrong that we'd made wrong, but yet we we chose to make we chose to grow up, we chose to to step up as leaders, to face our fears, to become to realize that saying yes to everything is not good leadership, that saying no is really is, and look at and look at the turnaround story from that. So. And I've been able to use that story and the one-to-ones where people reach out to me where I've clearly must have actually talked about this because a lot of founders will reach out to me, to me and say, Mills, fucking hell, the, the business is nearly over. What do I do? And I'm like, 
you've just got to go with it. You've got to look, you either walk away and that's fine because that's what you choose to do or you don't and you hope that you get, you know, not just hope, but you get through it. And the fact is I can, I can talk to them honestly about it because I've been through it. Yeah. I've lost millions of pounds. Now, the point I forget to make there is if I do that talk now, it might have, I mean, I don't think it will, but I dare say that some people in us two would feel like who are running the business now because I don't operationally run it, say that might have an effect. Our clients might see that and mm. not read and not read the way that Mills talks about it and what he's trying to actually do and say, us two is not very good company. We're not going to put our money behind them. When the reality is every fucking business goes through shit. I don't know one business that hasn't lost a shitload of money until I really died. Even the ones that I look up to that are our shining lights. I know because I speak to those founders how, you know, so the purpose is, you know, the fact that, you know, I'm doing these talks for people who are interested in what I'm doing, building businesses. So, but I, but I have, but that's the thing that I go through in my head now. It's like my honesty might have an effect on other people that's not, and I don't, I, so my, the intent is not to have an, uh, make it difficult for Nikki to run the London studio. That's not my, so, but I have to, ju- I have to, I have to weigh up now a bit more because if I have a platform that people are now listening to, which, you know, some people do, then I do think that I owe it to myself to understand that if I say something, others might follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, for me, that's really interesting because if you become, if you have a platform, you, I owe it to myself to grow up a bit and, and try to articulate better. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh, complete sense. No, yeah. How the, good is that, Scotty? That, How good is really... that? Like, that's what no one's talking about. So me preaching right now, being yourself is good for business. You know, I'm feeling confident in that because Sanctus is doing well. We're growing. And it's a small business. It's a small business. The team internally love it because they see the full George and as a result, it works. What I have never heard is someone say, like you, Mills, I'm always worried there's going to be a day where Sanctus is struggling. And how do I then come into work on Monday and say, Scotty, I think we're fucked. I think, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, we're really struggling here. I don't, you're the first person that said that to me and that's where that's the dark side of being yourself that I just is the unknown for me and it's always this fear factor of like you know if we are struggling what will the outside world think especially what will the team think like if well that I think that's the if I think if I play about one of the issues that the, one of the founders reached out to me the other day said his biggest issue in moving on is that how employees felt and and without a shadow of a doubt that's obviously the big driving force behind most of the things we do here. Were you like a parent? Were you trying to protect people and not, um, not look, share too much of it? I mean, because you, you know, are. Ne- this is, we're first time business runners, like me and Sinks. So now, 15 years in. Now, the thing is, the difference being here though is actually when, although we are, we have, you know, we, I went against business convention for many years. Eventually, I realized that that was illogical. A board, if set up right, can be an ex- is an extremely powerful thing because what you're getting is the the impact of other experienced people who are not operationally involved to be able to help you make better decisions. So actually, if me and Sinks' intent is to make sure that us two is a legacy, it has a legacy, that the employees at us two are have jobs, that you know our clients respect the work we do, then there's no chance that me and Sinks can make just the right decisions together because I haven't learned a lot, I haven't been through enough. So we bring Kath, our chair in, who is, you know, who is, the experience of her is just unparalleled. The, we have said to CAF for multiple reasons that if it wasn't for CAF and Geo, obviously all everyone else that banded around as well, mm. I don't, we wouldn't. I don't think we necessarily would. I don't know if we would because they they were support to us to get through. Like all of a sudden, you're faced with there is a reality here that actually part of your business 
that you've spent all your life is is going to go to shit. You've never had to go through this before because you've, you know, because actually we were born into a time where mobile was huge, us two rode that wave, we built our name on it, we then released a huge game that does really well. So money for us, is we never had to understand the value of money because it's always been there. Now it's not to say that we've never taken them out, bought lavish things. It's always gone back to the business, why one of the reasons the business is so big now. But, you know, the problem is we hadn't evolved. Well, we, we were actually doing it behind the scenes, I think, me and Sinks, realising that we hadn't evolved our thinking to evolve with the business. The business changed. We're not the same youth centre that we were when we started. You know, we were 25 years, drinking a lot of beer, having a good time, being ourselves and, and being naturally gifted at certain things that allowed us to make some money. The industry moves on. We're so all of a sudden we're in the Premier League, we like to say, mm. of, of, of uh, you know, client service product development. And... You know, we haven't invested in being a company we need to be to stay at that level. It We're, also sounds like you didn't share. You didn't let other people in. Well, I actually think possibly we let too many of the mm. wrong people in. And actually some of the, I think, you know, we were too friend. I think, you know, where being yourself, we were, we had too many friends in our, in our company. And or, pe or people where we were too friendly with, and actually it would have been right for them to move on earlier. And it would have been right for us to change our thinking earlier, I mean, sinks. And we were too yes, we were, too, we believed that saying yes was the true mm. leadership, but it wasn't saying no, which was really hard. Of course, who wants to say no to someone? They might not like you if you say no. Fuck, don't say no. Uh, <laughs> but we learned, you had to say yes. So we, we had to, we had to make major changes in us two to survive mm. over the last few years. And, I, you know, I'd say the last year has been fantastic. So let's, so when I say two years, I'm talking about three years ago for two years, mm. where we had to say, do you, Mills and Sinks, do you want to change the culture of us two? And I don't mean like it's not fun anymore. I mean... Do you want to face it? Do you want to succeed or not? Because if yeah. you want to succeed, you have to realize this is not a you saying it's a business. Yeah. It is a business. Mm -hmm. And businesses need to be, there are certain behaviors you need to have in business. So mm -hmm. we had to learn that on the spot. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankfully we had the right people around us who helped us get through that mm -hmm. and helped understand that. So yeah, so mm -hmm. that's the sort of stories though. I really actually want to be out there. I feel that like that part of my story is the next, is the part of my next journey to tell that story to people because um, I've, I, I think you have to go through hard times. If you want, if I had never gone through the lot, those years, I would have been nowhere near. If we didn't have, if I didn't go through the redundancies we had to go through, if I didn't have to go through, you know, our, uh, helping my friends move on, if I didn't have to go through, you know, headhunting CEOs that were infinitely more capable of us, I wouldn't mean things that we wouldn't have been who we are today. So. So I'm glad, weirdly, it sounds weird to say, but I'm glad for mm. the fuck-ups we made in order to learn, because you can only learn from those mistakes. Would you say you, when you said you withdrew from the business, yeah. would you say you did that because you couldn't be your full self? <laughs> yeah, that's actually something I've definitely thought, ruminized on, how to use that big word there. Um, yeah, I think I doubted whether or not I was the right, I, 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 I thought I'm not good enough and in the reality, I wasn't good enough at the time. You know, like it needed more than self-pity at that time. And there was a lot of self-pity going on because uh, and I had to I had to go into myself and realize that, wait a second, my biggest superpower is seeing good people thrive. So I actually just need, all I need to do is actually enable, because I own the business with Sinks. We need to say to ourselves, we're not the right people to run this business anymore. We need to bring in the right people who are going to, or, or amplify the right people in our business who are already there. <clears throat> and that's what we did. Um, but yeah, so it took, I think I had to, I never thought of this as ego, but I had to realize that, you know, I, wa I wasn't, my job, I'm, 
I'm good at influencing people. I'm good at enabling people. I'm not good at operationally running anything, and I never was. And the minute I stepped out of that sort of guilt of feeling like I had to be, and I was just being myself, it actually gave room for other people to, to step into that and do it. So, yeah, I, I, I was, you know, one thing that me and Sinks were, were brilliant at without ever knowing it was we were good at filling this company, you know, with an awful lot of good people. So actually, you know, me and Sinks, you know, I took out a lot, I've, you know, I've taken a lot of time out over the last few years to just to try to understand who I am and what my place is within the company. And it, and that doesn't affect in any way. And in fact, you could argue it makes the company better because I'm not around to meddle. Most, I think a lot of companies, a lot of people think that success might be to position themselves as the number one in that company. And for a lot of people that helps them. So that's their journey. But the issue is if you get hit by a bus one day, what happens to the rest of the company? Yeah. And we've had, what we've said is, we, our success, one of our success criteria is that us two will be able to continue and thrive well beyond me and Sinks are gone. And I don't mean necessarily dead, we might just decide that me and Sinks want to do something different. Um, <clears throat> so we've set up that company to be like that. You know, So I can now, I'm in a good place now because actually we have CEOs of the three businesses that, that sit under the us two umbrella. And my role really is just to come and have conversations and ask questions of the company because I own it. So I can just, I'm actually, I'm just having to, I'm learning how to be an owner at the moment. Mm. It's a new learning for me because I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a bit of a weird thing. Yeah. It's so interesting hearing, I mean, because obviously from the Sanctus standpoint, then all is so positive around being, or, or many of the values you hold, they're the same that uh, George and James hold, that it's so weird hearing that there there's going to be huge challenges to that in the future that, is inevitable no matter what happens where the values you hold are really gonna well i think it scares, me. It's, it scares me because and and that's why it's uh, we've never actually talked about you know jfdi your podcast and mm. talking business but one of the reasons i've started doing my voice notes and talking business was exactly the same reason as you i was like if i'm really myself on here and i don't give a fuck what goes out and i just put it out it will mean like day to day i'm, I'm truly myself mm. it, it was like a fear factor of like okay i'm gonna say out loud that i'm not feeling very well I'm, like i'm struggling i'm yeah. just gonna say it i'm just gonna say like i don't really know what i'm doing i'm running a business don't really know what i'm doing saying these things online has given me more confidence to be like hold on no like the world hasn't stopped no one's been like, George doesn't know what he's doing. I'm leaving the company. You know, Scott, the whole team's listened to my voice notes <clears throat> and no one's left. So I'm like, okay, this is good. But I think for a lot of people listening, whether they work in a company or run a company, whatever they, people do, you know, running a YouTube channel, um, big business, there's always a fear of like, if I keep being myself, like, where does it end? And uh, that that's, I'm really scared of like, what you're saying is like, there is going to be that point where, <laughs> well, the thing like, is, I'm gonna have to, yeah. Well, no, but scary. I think I think so. Two things I hear in that, and what you both said is that, I mean, being yourself doesn't necessarily mean you have to tell everybody how you feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I think uh, this world for me, I do have a, of I question the ma uh, some what madness of this world where feel everyone feels like they have to sort of exfoliate the world with their own feelings. Now, if that helps you, mm. and I, you know, for me. I, I, I find it helps me to to talk openly and I and it doesn't affect anyone else. Mm. So it's good. It doesn't I don't think you being yourself like George doesn't mean I said it. I finally said the word. Now I know why people say someone's name. Um <laughs> doesn't mean you have to tell everyone how you feel. But if the company's struggling, yeah. there's no way I'd be able to come in on a Monday morning without saying all my feelings yeah. and show excitement. I would be stressed. 
I'd be really in pain. Yes. And if somebody really on the team was like, if I really wanted to be my full self in a team meeting, I'd be like, guys, I'm fucking stressed there. Like, I don't know if anyone else is feeling this, but this is going under. I don't think I'll be able to hide that if I'm no, really. No, I, th- I think so. you do need to be wary, and this is something we've lost. So scared got, of. Yeah, we don't. I don't think you just need to be wary. I think you need to. I mean, I can talk about some of the things around what the mistakes we made around that. I think some things people just don't need to hear. Like, like for, I mean, Scotty comes to work every day. I assume, and and has a focus. Yes, you might be interested in how in like the mental health of the owners, but actually, he's got a job to do. And sometimes, you know. You, you don't need to sort of totally tell him that you're really stressed out. I mean, he can probably see it for one. Mm. So being yourself could just be you're not trying to hide it. You just, but you're also being aware, like you're not being snappy to him. Don't be super. Uh, sorry, this is going nowhere. What the key? The reason is because I don't want to forget what I need to say about what you said. But so I'm going to say it now, so I don't forget it. I'll come back. <laughs> I've to got you. a point for you. Yeah, you sketch being yourself. Right, where we actually went wrong is that we had these values which were very inherent in us. And actually, when we actually tested those values at scale, we weren't living by our own values. And someone came into us, a dear person, Kiara, uh, who's now left. And, and I said, a th- I said a goodbye to her the other day in front of everyone. And, and I highlighted this particular this seminal moment that she that she changed. I think the course of us two. I, I did say that she came to me in Sinks. Well, actually, she came to Sinks. So I'm hearing it hearsay, but Sinks tells me that she comes to Sinks one day many years back and said, I don't understand. I've joined this company because of who you are, the way you behave, your values. And yet looking at those values, there are decisions that you two have made to perhaps keep certain people in the business that just don't mirror those values. And I'm struggling to, so for me, I'm struggling with that. And when we look to them, we go, oh my gosh, we started to understand the, we've only now understood the utility of values. If you think, and that shit, values are the th- one thing that do not change as you scale. You it, have to change the company. It, the dynamic that you two have now may not be the same. If you stay together for 10 years, you may never even see each other in the business. It might be so big. So your dynamic will change, but the value should never change. Me and Sinks are completely different people. Our decision-making structure is completely different, but our values, our intent are always the same. So as long as your values don't stay this change, then you're fine. And actually values scale. So that's why values are actually truly mm. important. Mm. And where they're not important is when you put them on the wall and you don't live by them. Mm. They're only as good as how you live by. So don't be too scared. Don't be scared to say you can't, being vulnerable is fine. Mm. Some people might not believe that being vulnerable is a trait of strong leadership, I and mean, that's fine. They might then choose to leave because they don't like it. Mm. If you don't mind the fact that people might, if I'd you, rather do it that way. Yeah, yeah. But mm. if you, but it, equally, if you don't do it just for the sake of feeling like you need to do it, like you know, you might need to be quite strategic with it in some ways, like. Um, yeah. Uh, I remember when I wrote to I wrote to the whole company, uh, and I got to this probably maybe the same place that you 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 fear you're going to get to is I I felt like shit. I've tried everything to sort of feel happy in my life, and the one constant that I haven't really pushed on is the fact that us two is in my life. What and I feel like I can't tell them that I'm not happy about work at the moment. I don't even know if it's us two that I'm not happy about, but I, I, there's something that I keep fixing everything, it's not working. And I remember sitting in a coffee shop and I thought, fuck it. I mean, I, was, I probably hadn't had much sleep, so I was particularly fragile. I was, I, I, had, a, I, had, an, I had, had an email from someone at work and it was made me feel quite sad because it was very, it was them just saying, Mills, you know, I can see you're, 
you're in pain, like, you know, we're here for you. I thought, fuck it, let's just test this theory. So I emailed the whole company and I said, I basically said, point back, maybe I'm not meant to do this, but um, I, I have to say, I walk to work every day and sometimes I turn back and I just go home again. And I, I'm meant to be your strong leader. Um, I've built this company to be yourself and everyone, and I'm trying to say to you to be yourself and I'm having to test that right now because me being myself is to tell the people that I love and, you know, I feel people, I loved us to, that I'm not happy. And I don't know if I should say this, but I've said it. And some, you know, there, there was a polarizing reaction to that. Well, uh, I don't know what the majority of people th said because most people tend to not say anything. But I actually, what I do know is that I had five handwritten letters from around, from different people who, um, who wrote to me and just said, this is what true leadership is. This is why we joined us to, you're, you know, I'm feeling similar things to you as well. And just the fact that you, it's okay to f not feel happy about your work every day is a good thing. Someone sat me down and said, look, Mills, you know, I had a chat with my wife about what you did and we, we felt like, she didn't feel it was, or we didn't feel it was necessarily the sign of a strong leader. Like, leadership should be, you know, what, and, and it's more using it as a chance to engage me and say, well, what do you think about that? And now I've said that. And I'm like, I, I had to do it. Mm. I had to be like that. Mm. Um, so, you know, if I didn't send that email, I wouldn't have felt like it. So I think, I don't mm. think over worry about it. You'll just do what feels right. And face the, you know, if I didn't send that mail, maybe it would be even better if I did, who knows? I just did it. Got emotional then for some reason. Yeah, that was, that, that was, I, I did have a question, but for that, was, that's a really good kind of final point. Oh, yeah. you, 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 I do think being, I, think, I just do think being yourself, like I actually, to every day I think to myself, if I actually make an effort to tell somebody how I feel, like that's what I do more and more, I try to be more and more of a human being and empathize with people, sit in the room and tell people how I feel. So I'll often write to people now and just say, I just want to let you know that you, this is how you make me feel. And I don't need any reaction from you, but it's like it's good to make feel people feel good. So I think like when you feel something that too many of us restrict that, and that's what I think causes frustration internally. Same with if you were to just start a business or just tell your wife you love them, you know, mm. t tell your kid, dude, just tell people. Like you know, you told me that story that made me feel really good. Mm. If I know that you telling me that story about how I made you feel feels good, I can go fucking up. I've got that power now to tell other people how they make me feel. Mm. Um, so I just think go with your gut, go with your gut. If it doesn't cause harm, if you can tell, if you can jump in, go, this is not going to cause an issue. What's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is I don't do it and I give up because of this. Mm. Um, God, I'm emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly am. No, mate. No, it's really good. It seemed like every point started and then went off in a strand and then came back together with like almost an anecdote that summed everything up. So it's really, um, <laughs> that was a really good last point. How's that been for you, Scotty? Just... It's really it's fascinating, to be fair, to um, just listen. Really, that's all. That's all I do on this <laughs> on this thing is just listen. But it's no, it's, they're weird. That's nice. Thank you very much. They. Mm. It's like weird. It's like how do you? And often you stress yourself out, or I stress myself. Thinking, how am I going to? You know, decompartmentalize fifteen years of learning because you know I I definitely mm. feel like you know those hard years, those two years with were the times where you know I saw my co-founder break nearly. I say on the verge, and this is a guy that in my life was, you know, I, I'm only, it's come back to what, so I'm jumping about here, but I was, I'm only as good as the fact that I've got a, a team of which I've got a co-founder who, who, who has every skill I don't have, like together we are one and we, we that, mm -hmm. that, that is what makes us too special. And that's why it's unrepeatable because you can do something else just as good, but it won't be the same as us, you know. 
I don't know where I was going with that, but I was thinking there's so much, you know, I always wish I could talk forever because there's so much I could say. Um, <laughs> but I think one thing I've definitely learned now I've told myself I have to actually say something is, you know, you surround yourself with incredible people without a shadow of a doubt. It's the cleverest thing we ever did. And it, it was just because I actually want to learn from good people. You know, like seeing like Dan and Justin and Carsten, who are the CEOs of our three businesses, my job is just to make them feel good. I mean, it is as simple as that now. Now, you know, I had to go through all the times of learning, of being a business, but actually doing. But, you know, I just need to check in on them. Same with all our MDs, our leaders. Just tell them that they mean something to me. That is actually powerful. Oh, I notice that more and more when I talk to our MDs. It's like the fact that you, they say to me, the fact that you actually bother to just check in on us or just to give us a little bit of a lift, to recognise that it's hard. You know, I wrote to our MDs recently. I said, I just want you to know, remind you, and I know they know it, that I recognise that, being in the business that we're in is difficult. We are going to have some severely harsh days. We're going to feel like the us bees don't fucking give a shit about what we're doing because they think we're making the wrong decisions. That we're going to think our clients don't give a shit about what we're doing. We're going to think our users, our, mm. you know, our, our game fans don't care about what we make. Like it's going to be harsh on us, and we're going to go home and we're in a busy world and we've got our own problems at home as well. So I just want you to know that it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm. Remind them, it, I don't need you to be invincible. I, in fact, I need the opposite. I need you to tell me when you're down. I need so we can put support around you. This is the business that we have created here. I, I don't need superheroes because superheroes break. I, I tried to be that for a time. I mean, I was being that superhero, invincible. The reality I, was I wasn't because people could tell. Like when, I, I could tell when you're in pain, like you would come in and because pe people know you as Mills, the crazy, excited, positive guy. And I could tell that like, when you come in sometimes you want to give that because you're like, that's what people, that's how people know me. Yeah. But really like you're, that, that became, that becomes a, a shield. It becomes yeah. a front because you can use that energy to kind of keep people at bay of like, actually I'm fucking in pain and like this company's struggling and I am as well. Yeah, so being that's, aware, that's a good one. So being aware of your own skill as a leader, whatever that skill set would be, you know, like I know now that, you know, I'm a, I can either be a mood enabler or a mood hoover. Mm. Like, and I, I, I think being yourself, mm. you talked earlier on about, when is it bad to be yourself? Well, I was, when I was younger and I wasn't aware of this, I call it a superpower, um, I could mood hoove a whole place. I could make, and my wife says this as well. If I'm in a bad mood, the whole company could be in a oh, bad mood. Mate. Now, so that's the, that's, and that's, that's I it. wasn't aware. I wasn't aware of that. But, there's but when I became aware, because just yeah, yeah. the power of the, the, the beauty was I created a business where we expected feedback. We expected people to do the trick. And some people were brave enough to give feedback to people, even to their bot, perceived boss, air quotes. Um, but you have to well, tell me, Mills, do you know, this? I remember I remember Joe, our design director, said to me, Mills, when you throw grenades, they, they go off. And like you, when you're in a bad mood, it, it causes a lot of issues to me. And it was really powerful. He told me how he, I was making him feel. And I didn't want to make Joe feel bad because Joe's someone I've greatly admired. But he was brave enough to tell me how I felt. And I never, since that moment, I, I, I was aware. So then, once you're aware of something, you can still do it, but you're aware that you're creating pain for people. Mm. And if you don't want to be somebody that creates pain for people, then that's a bit of an asshole thing to do. Mm. Creating a culture that really enables people to speak up is the most powerful thing. But now, you have to be ready to, to hear it yes. and listen and oh, take it. That's really hard. You must. You must. And, it's and really hard. Really hard. Really hard. And, and that's where that's vulnerable. That's being vulnerable is where you're open to somebody saying, "George, like, I, I can see that you're in pain, and like, I, I don't know. I'm, I need to tell you that, and for you to actually be like, you know, to take that on. This it's really interesting. Um, I've had times with the team where I'm similar to you in like energy, high energy. Positive, positive. Mm. Some of the weirdest feedback I've had that's landed with me the most 
is when I've been in a team meeting and I've been quiet, mm. I've been still, <laughs> I've been at, at peace. The team love it. Yeah. They, everybody's like, <laughs> George, exactly. you're, you're calm. And they love it. And I think that's because they know I'm not fronting. I'm not trying to be the energetic George that I usually am six days out of seven. Everyone's like, no, that's, that's George today. And I love that. And I think that's where, you know, hearing your stories anecdotally from me externally, your team know you so well, mate. And I know you, even though we don't spend loads of time together, I know you. So I know when you're in pain. I know when you don't want to give the energy. I know when you are the pure energy like, the, the, like this morning. And I think that's, you've got to listen, stay true to that and be honest. Like you're, you're just saying, be honest with yourself and, and with others around you. Yeah, that sounds like a beautiful place to end it, but I'm going to yeah. kick and kill you because you're going to have to put this back into the middle again. But because there's two <laughs> things I want to say about transparency. And that's it. As you can tell, we were not meant to stop at that point, but Mills just kept going. And to be honest, listening back, I was excited as well. But we kept going to the point where Scotty ran out of batteries <laughs> for the mic twice. And Scotty just said, we're out of batteries, guys. So we had to cut the the episode. I say short, but it's still the longest episode we've ever done. Which does mean this episode is to be continued. There will be a part two with Mills. And for anyone that's just listened to that, obviously we covered loads and the way Mills, and especially when I get excited, the way it rolled was kind of, it felt like we were going off at tangents and talking about different things. So I'd love to hear for anybody listening, please, please Insta DM me, message me, email me. What would you like me and Mills and Scott to talk about next time? Let us know what you'd like in part two and we will literally take the things that people want us to talk about and talk about that um, because it's, I absolutely, as you can tell, love Mills to bits, love chatting to him and um, I'm excited for part two. So in a way, I'm glad uh, that this gives us an opportunity to continue this conversation. Hope you enjoyed part one and I'll see you next time.